Welcome to No Shame. And here we are today with a man I've been trying to get on for a while now. Yeah. Turns out he contacted me then. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> one sound fucker I tell you is Michael Conlon. Good man, Paddock. Yeah, I love the gear, man. Yep. Box truck. Box truck. This is my redemption gear. Okay. Obviously, last fit I fought the guy who, who screwed me over in the Olympics. So yes. it was uh, it was time to bring out the, the merchandise. Oh, absolutely. Cracker. And do you know what yeah. I like about that as well? It's a sewn on thing there. So yeah. you don't have this like cheap. Oh, it's not print. It's not yeah. print. Did you get off. to make loads of decisions on it as well? Uh, the whole the whole thing, the whole design. You know, I made sure that the eye was here and everything. And this was the eye. So you can um, tell what you, you know. Uh, probably it's my finger, but. I don't really know. I want proof. I want proof. As you said, we'll, yeah. we'll get to that, that, that fight that you're at as well. So, yeah. um, awesome to have you all. Really good to have you all. Pleasure, pleasure. Um, I have to say, when you guys were going to the Olympics, I was talking to you before this, um, and when, when Bernard Dunn was fighting, yeah. We were, we were flogging that, yeah. We loved yeah. the idea of the Irish invasion happening in boxing as well. 100%. And we were saying, do you know what? We're gonna do it in MMA. Yep. You grew up in Beachmont, yeah. 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 So um close to the Falls Park, obviously we'll get I'm to that. Close to the Falls Park, beach between Beachmont and the Falls Road, so just connected to both my the Kevin I was in Cavendish Street, which is connected to Beachmount and, and the Falls Road and you know it was it was a great area to grow up in when I was younger. Um, you know, I was a great community feel. Everybody around was kind of looked after each other, helped helped each other and my father being one, you know, he was he's always a, a great person in the community and now he's actually one of the coaches in the Irish team. So class. like it's 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 fantastic. It was a great area. Um I had a I had a great childhood. Obviously, like everywhere, I could have fell down the wrong path and and a lot of people agree with either, you know, maybe drug addicts uh, are involved in some sort of crime. Um so you know yourself when as you're growing as a person, as as stuff you have to kinda of grow out of that and you know, thankfully sport done that for me. If you're in a situation, um, go back to like the, the streets of what you're talking about there, um, there's a lot of pain in Belfast. And that's something, like I, know, I spent a lot of time there myself. So, and, and I, I know is exactly what you said straight away about the community. That's what I loved about Belfast as a kid. I used to love going up there. Because like, in Dublin at the time, now Dublin was, Dublin was great and I love where I grew up. But it was a little bit rough sometimes. Sometimes you have to come out with a chip on the shoulder and just box the head off you. You know what I mean? Where in, in Belfast... That didn't really happen as much because maybe, well, maybe because of the troubles, maybe because <coughs> of the troubles and how community oriented you had to be. You know when when the British come in, the the, the rattles of the, yeah. of the bin lids and stuff and what and that kind of went through. Maybe through my childhood, it was still there, but I think it's kind of started to go away, obviously because everything is gone. But yeah, Belfast was a great community. My dad's actually from Drimna. Oh, really? My dad's born and bred in Drimna and really? lived in Dublin until he was about 18. Then moved him. My man moved to Belfast. Uh, he moved to Belfast when the troubles were happening, when everybody was moving out of Belfast. <laughs> he moved in the Belfast. We was, was going up on holidays in Belfast. He'd be going, we're going on holidays. And he'd be going, where are you going? <laughs> Belfast. And he'd be like, that's not a holiday, son. <laughs> you shoot up me Baghdad. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, pasties on all up there, they knew. You know what I mean? Like, Real pasties. Real pasties. I know. Like, Stop, man. And they have gravy uh, in the chippers, people. But like, you just have space oh, burgers yeah. and stuff down here. Like, I wouldn't eat spice oh, bowl. No, I do. Hang the grit. Did you say this to people up the, uh, up the north? And he was saying, like, so like, you have pasties. Oh, God, I haven't had a pasty in years. I'm like, mate, every time we pass through Belfast, uh. I stop and get a gravy supper. <laughs> you know, and I get it. Cowboy supper. We go up there, right? China, China. It's such a same spot. Amazing. The lad actually still owns the lowest shops and all. It was brilliant. Last time I was up there, I was bouncing around. He used to get me haircut in, um, in um, Joe Gatz, was his name. Oh, okay. Joe Gatz. Right, he used to have lizards and all in his joke, you know. What are you doing? Go around the Joe Gats. <laughs> you, know, you say to someone down here, what's his name? Joe Ga. Uh, you've got the Belfast section. Just saying there and just saying it there. Like, yeah, uh, that's the way it would be, you know what I mean? Uh, um, 
So people in your community, obviously, there's a lot of pain yeah. in there. And th to me as well, training um, came at a later time in my life. Did yeah. the, the training come at a young time in your life? It did. Um, I started boxing when I was seven years of age. Jesus. So, uh, including professional fights, I've had around 250, 260 something. Um, so, I, I just followed my brother. I wasn't, like, my, my dad was always, always from a young age, he always has watching boxing, loved boxing. Um, wasn't the coach at the time. And then my two older brothers, they were starting a fight and stuff in the streets. And my dad says, you need to go to boxing, you need to learn how to fight proper. Yeah. So they went to the boxing gym. My dad was going along. I just wanted to be like them. I didn't give a fuck about boxing. I didn't care about anything. I just, yeah. I just wanted to be like, like every young kid, I just wanted to be like my older brother. I really looked up, still do, still, actually my manager now, it's mental. But I always wanted to be him and uh, just followed him into the sport. And if he had to quit boxing in his teens, I probably would have quit. Mm. But fell in love with it. Get in, and I was good right away. You know, like whereas my two brothers, they came in a bit later, and my older brother Jamie, who's my manager, he had, he had a stay, which was just, I'm going to go to war, whether or not, it's the right thing to do or the yeah, wrong thing. Yeah. I'm going to war. I'm going to go and stand toe to toe. Whereas I came into the sport, and obviously when I was growing up, I was watching the likes of Princeton Seam and stuff. So I was just that cocky kid, no really coming in. My big brothers there, so I'm going to do it. And I was coming in cocky, doing all out there, Princeton Seam. I remember when I was a young kid, he was always looked up to. Everybody in my house hated him because he was just that arrogant kind yeah. of guy. And they hated him. They wanted to see him humbled. And I was, I, I loved that kind of. I, Different, different thing, you know, and it was different coming in the magic carpet and all this. Oh, no. Michael Jackson thriller and all this. It was entertainment. So it was, it was entertainment, yeah. sucked me in. So I remember, like, young from a young kid, I was always, like, in the ring and all. I was, like, laughing at people and, like, sticking my tongue out and all. And I was good from a young age, from the first boy won, won everything you could win, won the All-Irelands and all out there. Kind of knew I was good. Around that age, it was 10, 11. Next year, I thought it was better than what it was. Got the iron final, lost in the iron final. I was only lost once that year. Then started to, still thought it was unbelievable, unbeatable. Started to fall into the wrong circles, taking drugs, drinking. From that age, I mean, like, I was taking drugs from around 12 to about 16, 17. Even while I was still boxing and I hid it off my family. Um, and then I was going away to the Commonwealth Youth Games and I was told I'd make me drug tests. I was like, fuck, I can't do, I can't do this shit no more. Pull the hammer But I, that's what I mean. I could have fell down the wrong route. I had a great family. I have great. My father, he ended up being my coach. Um, why, he was my coach, my boss, because he was a floor tailor and I was a floor tailor with him. Basically, he stood there and just took, asked the woman for a cup of tea the other time and cleaned up after him. Um, and then my older brother Jamie, I was always a scared of him, so that's why I hit everything. Um, they always supported me, always told me it was amazing, and that was very important. I can imagine your dad watching you and your brother fighting out the window going, mm -hmm. bollocks, no, no, my kids are swinging shots like that. Nah. Like nah. he's at the start. <laughs> it's, crazy. it's crazy. Like uh, The fights uh, in the house were, were probably more entertaining than some of the fights in the street. Like. I can only imagine. The, the little moment you're talking about where people can get swept away, because I think it is important, and I think, it's, I think you're doing it really, really well now. Um, is using your platform to yeah. to start learning the lessons that you learn from fighting. I think you learn so the lessons you learn mm. from fighting. I don't think you would ever learn anywhere else yeah. because you're being put into a burning building in a way. Yeah. You're going somewhere that not a lot of people will go, and you idea of standing there at the door, the build up to it. Um, mm. I don't think humans are made to know that battle is coming. So it's like you get people saying like. Yeah, 
fucking hey there Mac you're a slabbering mate and you're mm-hmm. <laughs> and they'll fight and they'll yeah. go especially when you start fight so say when you start boxing yeah. everyone wants to fight you who does he think he is you know what I mean I have you, me you I was small you know what I mean and, that, and that's what they do when they yeah. start they, they want to fight you when I used to come up from Dublin they used to want to fight me just because yeah. I was from Dublin but I loved it yeah. I got this secret turn on from fighting like bring it on uh-huh. mate I love it winning all hours and I'm in for the boat yeah. um, and I enjoyed it yeah but it's very simple for you not to get that little uh, addiction to it. Now, mm. it's rare when you were saying there, I think that you, like, I was good from the start. I was confident from the start. Yeah. Um, what would you say to somebody out there now that, that a young lad and they're looking in, say maybe on, on MMA or maybe on boxing or, or a different sport altogether. Because um, most people, 90% of the mm. people get hit with do, 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 bang, and then it happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, I think that's a rare thing when you were well, said there. Well, well I'm honest, that even though I was good in the start, I don't think I really got my break on like the international scene as a boxer until like 16 where I went to come out five games and I lost lost in the quarterfinals then I came back I won the Irish elites sorry the Ulster elites lost in the Irish again so that was lost number six or something or number number five maybe even um, and even when I when I got on to the Irish team for the first year I won the fir- the first year it kind of just exploded on the on the international because it was the first kind of no one had seen me on the on the on the international scene we're on the international that would have been the point that the uh, high performance unit and all was ah, coming up so it's 2011 right. I got on to the, the senior team and uh, I won the first multi-nations I won it with ease and it was like brilliant and they sent me the, they sent me the easier one I, so I kind of know as an eye looking back and it was the right thing to do they sent me to the kind of easy it was still tough but it was easier than the one they were going to so they sent me that I won that went the next one in Germany I won that with the with the normal team and then they says we need to have box offs for the Olympic qualifiers and I was like I'm senior champion why do I need the box off and my dad says all the senior champions going not entering because I'm going my dad says no you have to enter you have to pro- prove yourself against the residents as well so it was ones I didn't beat and I went and beat them in that in that championship went to the Europeans fighting the number one seed from England and he was writing in the box news and I was saying new kid because we're in the training camp there and he was like new kid Conlon um, for Ireland now I haven't seen before won't be a problem he, it wasn't like we were meant to fight each other but he was saying because we were going to the championships draw happens he's number one seed I could draw it against him first fight did Going you see to, this before uh, this happened uh, no I, I didn't I, I didn't care who was going to fight I was like I'll fight him I was young like, ready to go yeah. draw it against him first fight when it bothered him disgusted <laughs> disgusted and then like that was when they exploded and quali- went and qualified for Olympics that year and then I still hadn't hit the medals yet. And I mean that was quarterfinals of the Europeans so I got beaten the quarterfinals by someone who had beat before then I went to the Worlds and I was beating the quarterfinals again Bastard. And then the first major medal was the Olympic medal, and that was just that changed my whole life. That 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 those turn it around oh. in the way of like um, fame and mm. attention and all that other stuff. Like, came like back here to Dublin and, and like, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm more well known in, in the south of Ireland than I am in the north. We love fires. Yeah, <laughs> Belfast is different. Belfast is diverse, and that's maybe that's the reason. The thing about Belfast, and this is what I want to ask you as well before we move on to obviously all of the stuff that you did, um, all of the, the amazing stuff that you've done in your career. Belfast, grown up, did they 
did boxing break that divide for you, or could you still see it? Because you have guys like so you have so obviously you have Carl Frampton, and then when you go back before you have you have Barry McGuigan, and you have these stories of like I don't know Romeo and Juliet, uh, uh, what's it Montecule and Capulet? Is it that what it is? Like where they're not supposed to be together, and and like to me maybe that's like what the attraction is. Where but, but boxing, boxing for me, there's not a. There's not sectarian bone in my body because because of boxing. <laughs> you know, I mean, every everybody who I've kind of grew up with, friends and stuff in Belfast, half my presence held the Catholic, and uh, and them still meets them today. Carl, Big Steve Moore, Mark McCulloch. There's n- there's nothing bad with that. Boxing kind of took that away, but at the same time, when I was growing up, at the weekends, we were going up and starting rats. What are you to say? That was the thing. Like I was sh- happy enough, no yeah. problem. I don't, actually don't have anything against you. I'm just doing it because everybody else is doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was the thing. That's what I was doing. But and when you look at it now, you go, "You're stupid," but you're a kid. So, you're a kid. You're I mean, a kid. Do you ever regret it? No. It was some of the funniest and best things in my life for when it was all, when all was happening. <laughs> I'll take your balls deep uh, in a royal. You don't know what you're missing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, get that comb with the camera. Uh, uh, <laughs> Anybody coming in? <laughs> mental is, uh, isn't it? It's mental. But when you look back at that as a kid, like in Dublin, we was throwing stones yeah. and causing riots with our roads. Yeah. We don't know whether it's just in our blood to be like, uh. right, who's not one of us? You know? It's like, see, anytime we're doing there's something like throwing things and all, I'd be like, like some of the lads that I've been trained with in England and I've seen them throw I'm like fucking these can't throw <laughs> like it was in, in actually in my, in my coach's house Adam Booth and uh, he was throwing a baseball at the back him and him and uh, Josh, Josh Kelly and they were throwing they were throwing hard I said get set there I've thrown all my life I'm, True defense, I'm, an, I'm an expert smoked. at this shit yeah, so. yeah, like, uh, give me that stop acting the bollocks <laughs> yeah no we get you um, the difference between as I said um so obviously you've, you've Catholics and you've Protestants in yeah. uh, the north, and then you have um, the Unionists and Nationalists, and, and 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 it's so much better now. The way it yeah. is now, I done a cross borders communications yeah. where I got to live in Belfast uh, for eight weeks with eight Protestants, eight Catholics, and eight people from the Very south, good, huh? and we all qualified in a, a leisure industry management. So the idea was that we're doing our qualifications, but we're doing it in a diverse amount of people, right? And then what happens is we get sent off to Canada. So we live together, we're in a whole different place. Now what I realised about that was, there's wankers on all sides. Uh, yeah. Everybody's the same. We were literally Irish people or whatever people. Now, uh, obviously, the the, the 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 eight lads that were from the, the Protestant side, they hated. But when we were away, we were all Irish-like. We all went to Irish bars. We all, there was no difference between us. And when we all sat down when this was all over, um, this really opened my eyes because a lot of the stuff that would have been prepar- uh, pre- we would have thought about, say, Unionists or, not, or, um, or Protestants would have been like not true in a way so it kind of gets built up I think now what uh, we need to do is we need a lot more dialogue between both communities and I think you're doing a great job with it now because for somebody to be able to be admired Carl Frampton does a great job on it as well I admire it because I can see that it's us that maybe I said this la- uh, it was the last week or the week before on the podcast that maybe the, the country was waiting for us to grow up Right. So in 1916 it happened and obviously there's a civil war and that goes on for a long time. Then you have the Catholic Church coming in and then that's a whole other situation. And then the 80s hit and it, it, it settled. The dust has settled. All, right? all of the people that have been through the trouble and stuff like that are kind of a little bit worn down and broken. Mm. And we are the kids of them people. Yeah. So we got to live through, say, the, the, the housing estate that you lived in. You got to live through 
doing drugs from 12 till 16. Like, there's housing estates that they hear that be like, whoa, are you mad? And it's like, we, I know that that's normal. You know it's normal. So we're coming from a situation where we're, when we're trying to lead from the front end with a little bit of um, understanding, a little bit of respect that you gain from from putting her on the line and from doing what you're doing, which like is, it's not easy no. to put many years in, fight many fights for the chance to make it and then to be able to do something with your name. That's the that's real That's the main thing. That's the real thing. It is. What's it? Like, you're, like, you're, you're, not, you're not putting this earth to harm people or, or, or even like, Make millions, you're on putting the earth to make it a better place, absolutely, and make people better, not just yourself. You gotta make others better, isn't it? Mad that you gotta do it yourself, yes, but others and around you, especially in your position like myself and yourself, who've achieved what we've achieved in the sporting kind of arena where people look up to you, but you're from the same area and you're in, and people go, but you're different. But you're not different, you're the exact same person, (laughs) and it pisses me off because people always kind of go, I but like your dad was your coach, doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. The responsibility is on me to be there to do things. I mean, no matter what, I must have to be there. I could, I could have simply went go fuck yourself. I've, I've said it, and I've said it, I've said this about coaches on this as well. It's like there's no doubt. Like I'm a coach now, and I love it. It's, it's my passion. You know what I mean? And I don't. If you're not, it's not your passion. Don't do it. I think because um, but you have to get up. You have to run in the cold. You have to cut the weight. You have to walk in and fight, which is the how the hardest part. You know what I mean? Like, it's not easy. I was in a school this morning doing two talks out in Lusk and um, I was explaining to the kids out there and I do as many talks in the schools and as many talks in prisons and all the stuff I can do because it feels like I can get to them and tell them something. Like, the idea of like, we are the same. We are the same. I am like you. This is my story and this is where I came from. And then you see some of them sitting there going, like, I have two parents and, and they, they love me and they drop me off and I'd be like, my ma didn't give a shit whether we went left or right. Now, not in a bad way. She just had her own stuff going on and we was just, it was just heavy, heavy traffic. You know what I mean? Like, I, I spoke to your kids downstairs there who are doing the little stuff with it. It's a great it, little program. That, it's a brilliant little program with them. But what what they don't know and if they watch this back they may not see it. I probably took more inspiration from speaking to them than they have took from me. I mean, I enjoy it. I enjoy showing that... Like, we are normal. We are the same, yeah. and, and, and no, no matter what's happening in life, you can be who you want to be. You don't have to be the product of your environment. You can break the cir- the cycle, and too many people just fall into the cycle. But everybody can break it. Anybody can break it. And, and the mad thing is that the mo- the 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 media is what picks up on the cycle. So it's very rare that they pick up on like think about the amount of media attention you got when you I won't say you done something negative because I think it was something positive, yeah. you know. But when you done something negative, as I, I was just about to say, there you have two fighters sitting here talking about not about the the, the money, not the idea about getting a better world for us all to live in. But they would look at me and you as fighters, and they'd be like, mm. "You're icky," you know what I mean? You, you're dirty. Mm. But we, as I said, we are the guys that should be running. I think uh-huh. because. We are the ones with the true empathy, true yeah. compassion, true mercy in ways. And not only that, true being humbled. We've yeah. been humbled many times, many times in the gym, in, yeah. the, in the in the ring. Um, yeah, it's a mad story. <laughs> anyway. It is. When you found out you were starting to go to the Olympics, because yeah. I would have loved to go to the Olympics ah. as a kid, for anything, for ah. bowls, for anything. The idea of someone sitting down and you're like, well, you're walking back to your house with your bag now and it's a possibility. Mm. Well, you could be going to the fucking Olympics, yeah. Yeah. Ah. Now, listen, uh, I could look back at my Olympic cycles because I've done two. And, like, I could look back with regret and go, fuck, why did I stay for the second one? I could have been 
much further on in my pro career and be in a, probably a better place. But I, I don't regret it. I don't because where I am now, who I am as a person, what I achieved, being Ireland's first ever male world champion as an amateur. No, and it's the only one since. No, that's never happened in how long the amateur boxing has been going on. I'm the only one and the first one ever. So that's, for me, that's, that, that's special. But that's the re- one of the reasons that I really don't regret it. But at the same time, the Olympics is, is like only, like, like, I think it's like not, 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 not 0.1% of the world, people in the whole world ever get to even experience mean, yeah. it. And I've done it twice. That's so, like, when I, when I first when I went to London in 2012 I was very lucky to have Paddy Barnes and I'll be honest and people I could sit and go ah oh, it was amazing but I, I'm lucky because he was my older he's 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 well about five years older four years older than me 40 isn't he now he's, 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 he looks about he's 40 anyway he's, uh, he's, uh, he's a funny little fucker he uh, he's brilliant and, and it was that it was his sense of humour and his kind of go fuck you attitude which I was like no, I was like starting back and laughing because I was always like waiting up telling them to do things on. But if I if I ever needed something said, like because I was only a kid when I went to the first time, what 18, 19, I kind of let Paddy do the, the shit talking about it. Here, they're fucking not letting us, or they're, they're not paying our money yet. Get our fucking money. <laughs> he would have went going crazy. You know, I just had to like spark the fire. And he you were the petrol, yeah. That's oh, what he, just, he just goes. But um, and then with him in in London twenty twelve, like he made the like I could have been walking about going. It's the Olympic Games. It's the Olympic yeah. Games. It's the Olympic Games. But Paddy made a, he just made a crack. What me and him done was like just running around messing about in the Olympics. See who get the most selfies, the most famous people. I've run about Serena Williams, all this here, going, What the fuck is mental? But then we were getting on bikes. Like we stole the Team Ireland bikes, like the coach, like the right. sorry, the leaders bikes. We stole them. We got the, we watched them putting their the relapse. <laughs> got their got, got the bikes. You can take the boy out beach mouth. Can't you can't. No. can't, you, <laughs> can't, can't, can't you, you never take it on. No, never. But we used to fly about the village and like kept going past like the Australian block and just going good night mate. They're just pissing the Australians off. They came out and chased us <laughs> and all. It was fucking brilliant. But these Olympians are like, why did you jump out chasing Olympian boxers and he catches and it's like. All right, what do we do now? Well, we're small, so... You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, two liver shots, how did I live But, um... The body. It was fucking brilliant. Like, it was... It was the, the London 2012 was, was just really, really special. It was And it was much better than... Much better run, a much better kind of setup than what happened in Rio, because Rio was, was barely finished. Um... The state of what, how Brazil and all is, and, and, like, their financial kind of crisis, what they're in... Toilets and all were broke, electric didn't work, there was no Wi Fi, it was just like, it was mental. It was, and you're in Brazil. The, like, village, the village wasn't even finished. And you're like, yeah, you know you're, I mean? you're, you're going to London or you're going to Brazil. No, it's people fucking speak English in London, so you can actually talk and understand what you're doing, but you go to Brazil and you go, well, I need this. No, uh, Portuguese, mate, don't speak English, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's crazier, but it was a great experience. I loved it, still loved it. I had my family out, um, was in a position, I could have brought my family. I'm a good old sports funding, you know, uh, done, done well for me. Like, How does this work? No, we, we need to get this, is, this is why I think it's a joke, because MMA, heavy, isn't it? mixed martial arts, doesn't have any funding for like, the sports council, which is a joke because 100% you, you could see MMA fighting MMA, not just all different martial arts, you can see the fighting MMA becoming a part of Olympic sport because how big it's got. It's, it's like... Let's be honest, it probably has more fans than boxing has right now. Well, it's a, the, thing I, the thing I love about um, the thing about boxing and MMA that oh, we got me here is I love both of them. Yeah. I was more people keep, think, oh, people keep thinking like they're competing with each other. I don't understand it either. Like, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like drugs in a way. Like, mm. let's put it out there. 
they get, you got yeah. heavier if, you, if you're going further and that's yeah. what MMA did where some people went on and some people stayed yeah. you know what I mean so where I am with the with, with the boxing MMA is I was a little bit shocked that I don't know it was kind of like I felt like futile from the boxing community uh-huh. but I was like oh I thought we were all the same you're not the same as me uh-huh. son in a way and it's like oh we didn't mean it like that you know now listen we don't take it no, out no, it, no 100% like, what annoys me when people talk about MMA and, and you hear it all the time like oh, it's not it's not that sport it's brutal you can't be doing that but it is sport because there's technique in it there's discipline in it there's work that goes in that 10, 14 weeks training camp it's not just two guys walking in going let's go oh, no. you know what I mean even all the little blocks and stuff I hit Anybody choke me, so I, I never. That's the only reason. I, I, I don't like being. I'm claustrophobic enough, so I don't want the one choking me. But I love watching it. You know what I mean? But so, it's a, the, 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 you're right there saying there is so much going And the thing is, like, we admire boxing so much. As I was saying to you out there, like, like I'm a fan of boxing yeah. in the way of, like, I, I don't watch boxing in a way of, like, where it's like, right, Anthony Josh is fighting to make sure we get a few beers and we watch. Not that fan. Yeah. I'm a fan of where I'm watching people. Technique. And all of a sudden I'm on YouTube and it's three hours later yeah. and I'm in the 50s in a white blind way, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm waiting. Because somebody suggested how someone threw yeah. something and I'm watching and I go, oh, You were down the rabbit hole. <laughs> That's different. Uh, and it could be hours. Look, I remember the time, I remember in Iceland uh, when we were training over there. And, and I'd wake up in the middle of the night and Connor would be over and he'd be watching boxing he'd be watching all mm. sorts of stuff like and he'd be like do you ever see the way such and such throws this and you'd be like yeah 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 and then he just wouldn't answer you mm. you know what I mean and he'd be like oh you don't know is he awake or asleep I don't know what's going on but he was obsessed he still yeah. is obsessed with it and the idea of of how it works and the mechanics of it so um, like Phil Sutcliffe would have obviously yeah, yeah, Connor's hands coach and yeah. you know like, so Phil would have got, uh, gone to the Olympics himself yeah yeah um, so, European bronze yeah. medalist so you have this pedigree that's mm. already in boxing yeah. well I feel MMA is kind of only getting this pedigree into I it said, right, I mean, I, I, and you know, Connor's going to be going down in, in history and yourself are going to go down in Irish history as like the founding kind of fathers of MMA in the country I mean these are the ones who have brought the, the spotlight to it no, it was 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 it here before the UFC? Really? Let's be honest. No one, no one gave it any attention before well, it, before you just kind of moved into that. Yeah, no, that that day in Dublin literally yeah. blew it out of water. That was like the bowling ball. Like people were throwing pebbles for a while, and then it was the bowling ball. Yeah, boom, and it was so many different communities sparked <laughs> what, fires. What, 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 gets, what gets me? Like it's it's amazing the the fan base it has because like you got a show in Belfast, fantastic show, um, top top fighters. And not, maybe not sell it. Maybe it's only a 2,000, 3,000 arena. But then you get someone coming up like James Gallagher yes. or Kiefer. Yes. And you look at them and, and, and they're selling like the three arena. And the, the, like, they may not know them personally, but they obviously do now because they're just, fa- just being going down rabbit holes and falling back yes. their MMA careers. And you see the arena buzzing. Like, the fact, the way, the way it has people buzzing. I think it's it's amazing. Like you see the atmosphere at those MMA fights now recently here in in the country, and it blows me away because boxing doesn't always get that. No, and, there, and it is in the idea in MMA is we're still young in a way mm. that um, the boys are doing amazing. I love to I love to see mm. what the boys do, especially the idea of them getting paid as well for it because yeah. they're getting paid and they're, yeah. and, they're, and they're moving on. They they put the hours. It's really old school lads. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now there is some people that come to the sport and they're here a week. And yep. they're higher than people that are, say, yourself. Uh, It'd be like me putting someone above you on a card and being like, yeah, but he sells more tickets than you, so shut your mouth. Uh, it's like, 
Yeah, but that's not really the way it's it boxing works. as well, isn't it? Like yeah, it's it the is. same, though. I mean, it's it's whoever sells the most tickets. What do you think about all of this madness going on with the, uh, the celebrity boxing thing? So it's like a celebrity uh, it's a joke. Kind of it's a joke. Listen, <laughs> first one, so be no, it's, it is what it is. They're making money, happy for them. Yeah, they don't need to make money because they're all right, <laughs> but at the same yeah. time, happy for them. Go and make your money, but. Don't continue it on. I see this now, this next one, your man's brother, Jake Paul, or whatever his name is, he's yeah. fighting against some other guy. And like I seen the head to head where your man like touches him, like trying to push him because your man goes, I've got your nose. Like, what? what is it real? Is it going to say? It sells to people because people are like, live it, obviously live. Too much people, I'm going to get on this point because too much people live on the internet and live in social media and live in all this here. Like, these guys are famous from, from YouTube, from just run the way. Being, being, being who they are, being like showing like acting dickheads doing stupid things and going look at us. So, like it's a bit like jackass, yeah, exactly but on the internet, you know what I mean? And like all these people are just tuning in, it and so bad they're making money. But don't I feel like now nah, it's starting to make when, when you're the first one, brilliant, so loud, so much people watched it. The class, well done. But now you're starting to make a mockery of the sport. I mean, you're giving these guys. These guys are making money more than like. Someone who's probably give. Listen, I would prefer a journeyman who's probably lost two hundred fights because that's some achievement. They even <laughs> box two hundred fights yeah. or a hundred fights, even yeah. that's some achievement. You'd rather see him go in and make the kind of money which these guys are making. These guys are just coming in and going, "I'm going to show how tough I am. Look at me. I can. F I'm actually a boxer. Look, it's the same guys. You know what it is? Well, it kind of annoyed me for a while, but then I just let it go. When the white collar stuff started, I was like. These guys are really actually thinking they're boxers. They're actually telling people when you're on the I'm a boxer, but you're not. You're a white collar fighter. The you know what I mean? Is no, like MMA or a professional boxer or a boxer. professional boxer, but you only do white collar fights. You know what I said? I so like that. That I feel that kind of takes away from the sport, and I feel this is kind of the same only on a bigger stage. Um, awful lot of money. So I don't. I don't begrudge anybody making money because. Listen, you make as much as you make can, but... Yeah, no, I agree. At the here's same time, Here's a few uh, things about that. Is I heard someone saying, or right, that um, some of these guys that are fighting one or two fights I mean, have made more money than uh, Roberto Duran. You know what I mean? So you're like, you're this, now, it's not, not about people not making money, but it's we're now creating a situation where we can probably never get these greats again because you either have the following or you don't. You can't be just a tough people with hands of stone knocking motherfuckers out people and all of a sudden you start, oh, look, who's this guy? Because it's just so oversaturated with, I don't know, glitter or something yeah. like that. Something that doesn't belong there, you know? It's, it really doesn't. It doesn't belong. Um, no, we more people that put the walk in. So people that put the walk in. Like, I have to say... Um, they go, that guy adding off Jordy Shaw. Um, he, he, anytime I look at his Instagram, he's well, he's giving it. He's actually, he's actually, it's like I've seen him uh, and actually admire what he's doing because he's giving it a go. He's yeah. giving it a real go. He wants to be a fighter. He wants to be a fighter. Yeah. He doesn't want to be have a fight. No, he no. wants to be a fighter. And, and for a palladium, listen, he may not be the most talented guy in the world, but it takes an awful lot of balls that he was doing because he's getting it against real fighters he's not going against other celebrities mm. he's getting it against real fighters you see as I think someone there's one coming out against all these celebrities doing it against each other called fame uh, so this, this I think that's going to be a load of shit but they've done it already but the thing is the people that are uh, endorsing it mm. are, are actually good names in MMA which is the worst thing mm. because the money you know you know your money it's and it's horrible because so that's why to me the whole conversation um, the idea of getting sport uh, or, or 
getting Sport Ireland to recognise uh, MMA as a sport and then be able to fund some of these athletes coming up where they don't have to take the jump to be like, right, I've got to go and, and be stupid on Twitter or Instagram. I can't be myself and be a fighter because we're going to miss out on the characters because we're going to end up creating the same person over and over again because that's... Man, everybody can be with. Conor McGregor. No. And, I, and, and it seems like everybody in MMA wants to be that because of what it brings. And see, Conor, Conor was that back in I've the day. I've been told this, I've been told this, I've been told that he was like... I'm friends with Joe Clark. You mean no Joe Clark, do you? Oh, no, Joe, yeah. So Joe, I, I, no, I'm good with Joe. We did Joe back in the day. Did you? Yeah, Joe's air mark. <laughs> he was. Poor guy, pull that air mark. He doesn't do it no more. I don't no. know why. He was brilliant. Yeah. Tough fucking uh, kid, man. Like he was one of the first people I know done it. And you know what? I was, me and Joe grew up together. Good mates. St. James is from, didn't you? I went into the caravan with Joe. And uh, he was like, come on, we'll do this here. So I was like, as boxing thing, anyway, but he was like, First thing I went, I went throw the punch, and he kicked me in the shin. And I went, ah, <laughs> big bloody lump in my shin. I was like, fuck's sake, what did you do that for? I was like, nah, sorry, Joe. Joe. I've seen Joe fight in the street. They're like, nah, Talk sorry, sorry. Fuck you, man. I'm telling you now. Seen an experience somewhere up in the street and pet like pain driver and oh, ring. Oh, I've seen him in the, the King's Hall uh, pulling uh, pulling guard on somebody. Oh. Like, that's jumping up, wrapping your legs around. Oh, he's metal. He was metal. Like he pulled over some man stuff. Like, yeah. But I would love to see him go again. Still keep going. Uh, uh, listen, he he actually cut it on something. My dad actually trained him as a boxer, and he was actually he actually had him. He won like a interim intermediate title or something. Um, had him really good as like his stand up because they want that's where he wanted to go in there stand up. But when he stopped was stopping people and stuff, some fella I think uh, that fella he watched Dennis Morse I think it was Joe Clark stopped him. He's like helping do boxing Ireland promotions now, and <laughs> Joe Clark stopped stop him and him. knocked him out. I just went back to his gaff. Then went back to the cafe. Oh, stop! But, um, <laughs> that's what it's like. You that's, know what I mean? It's mental, like, but you um, get these animals in your house in the state that just if they put the walk if you could if you could stick a chip in the back of them that was like. Dedication, motivation, pulling up. Yeah. He's an animal. He he got a bean, but he was the one said to me. He says like he was always like just calling people out and going crazy, like and talking all like uh, yeah, like in the head, the head's not like I'm gonna kill you. All seriously, he's always like that. So like when it's when it's natural, it's better. When it's natural, it has to be natural. I think from an outside, people can tell when someone's faking it. The original, isn't it? The, the yeah. original. And, and the idea is, like, I remember Connor running around the little mat we had and he used to be like, we're multiple world champions at the end of training when you'd be doing yeah. at the end of the We're buying our man's gaffs we are. Mm. You know what I mean? And you'd be just like, he's mad. Yeah. I love him, but he's fucking mad. He's the same energy mm. as me and I love it. Cause, you know what I mean? Cause, like, he thought I was the only one. That was a little bit mental, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. We can see this going somewhere too, mate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's jump uh-huh. on, have a go with it. No, please leave that from the start. 100%. Uh-huh. But as I said, my fear would be that and you mentioned the white collar thing as well now I love the idea of people um, no 100% and, training, but, but and, and I like that I like I like the push up but at the same time I don't like the people who kind of take their white collar things and, and then bring it out and let me like walking down the street and go I'm a fighter you're not you're just a white collar guy no, <laughs> don't, don't disrespect yeah, the sport yeah. well happy for you uh, but don't get too lippy <laughs> you know what I mean, I mean that's, he's he's, he's Basically, celebrities who are doing the fights, they're white collar fighters who I would actually like to get another white collar fighter, train them, and just let them punch the head of them because you could do that. That's very easy. Oh, great. Look, I think the idea is if you are going in to fight somebody, that you go in and fight somebody that can fight. Because you get a lot of this, yeah. right? Say, guys that want to go in and fight, and they say, yeah, 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 but like, we haven't fought before. Yeah, but you're going in as professional level. <laughs> Right, there's a professional level is not the start. One yeah. and all is not the start. Yeah. There's a guy behind you, right, and he's had seven hundred fights. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Hundreds of fights right. in a way, and now he's got a whole pro. 
pro is like pro is the last twenty percent. I think. Nah, you know? no, you do. You, you, if you get with well, them guys, what I would do is I would go. Okay, you're gonna fight this guy who's a journeyman, and they'll still beat you. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, journeyman, like and they they tough as fuck. Them boys. Oh. Did, that, did you ever see that program, journeyman? Oh, it's terrible. Oh, I don't. I, I don't like to watch. <laughs> I don't like listen, listen to reality of what actually happened. Because <laughs> right. now, listen, you're gonna scary. Be, you're past that. You're past that already. Yep. Uh, you've good management as well. So get pull the plug. Oh, um, so when you were when when you got robbed, right? You yep. go to that spot because that's the the, the the famous spot. Yeah. Um, like I said, I would say that I would say it was a positive what you were doing. You were yep. standing up to the man. You were still like 100%. putting it to listen. This is not right, and I don't agree with it. So go fuck yourself. Now mm. I do. I heard that yeah, you, 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 you were gonna stick your fingers up in anyway. <laughs> what, oh, so like, <laughs> what happened there? Honestly, I've, I've boxed. I've, well, I've lost about fourteen or fifteen times in the amateurs, and probably five or six of them in Ireland, and the rest kind of internationally. Or maybe I oh, bet that actually I. Oh. So I've been screwed over a good lot of times before, and when I was going to qualify for Rio twenty sixteen, we entered this thing called the World Series of Boxing, which is basically professional boxing. No head guards, smaller gloves, um, no vest, um, over five rounds, and you could send up to like a franchise team. So I was saying up with the Italian Thunder, me and Paddy Barnes, and we got to be their number ones. It usually get paid. And I've boxing teams in the previous years and got paid good money. But for the Olympic year, they let us be their number one fighters if we guaranteed not to take no money. I says 100%. If it gives me a quicker route, because Ireland don't have a team. Really? Um, if it gives me the first opportunity and the best opportunity to qualify, I don't need the money. As long as I'm going to the Olympics, I don't care. So, done that, you're boxing every two weeks. Um in different countries so our home was Italy so we're always in different countries there wasn't like we're one at home one of the things so I boxed seven times 14 weeks um, during this time my missus had a baby oh, nice. um, my daughter my, my firstborn and uh, my dad it's crazy it's crazy oh, but like firstborn, yeah. uh, what that's what I have two uh, it was, uh, it was tw- 20 23 24 I think. two girls are boy um, a girl and a boy girl, girl and first boy gentleman's family uh, two uh, boys so my brother actually just had a baby about an hour ago um, we oh, girl congratulations so, man uh, so that's his second girl um, uh, so I was saying I um, so you, you were when that done I was screwed over two fights and I, I thought it was like it's like a table like a like Premier League kind of thing right. and where I was in the table I was, I was second in the table and the Russian fellow who actually fought in the Olympics, he was on the other, the other like there was two like two kind of tables, but yeah. them in the middle. So he actually won his fight. It was coming up to the last fight. I was second, and the guy who got the decision over me, um, the he's a Russian, but he was boxing for Azerbaijan. He got the decision. He was top, and I was still second. And then the Russian won, and he won it. He they, he was fighting the night before I boxed the last fight, so he was going to win. I knew he was going to win. He was fighting Ukraine in Ukraine, but it was the thing, the time when all the Crimea stuff was happening, and I flashed up on the screen, five 0 Ukraine. I was like, I qualified, sorted. Then the real scores come up and they all Russians basically all won. And I was like, fuck's sake, I went crazy in the hotel and and uh, Venice boxed in Venezuela this time because I boxed Azerbaijan, Azerbaijan, Italy about three or four times, um, Kazakhstan, Venezuela. Aye, that was the three. That was the three I boxed away and then the rest were at home in Italy and uh, in Venezuela. Training were all favelas and all that. It was unreal, like surreal, very surreal. So it says, I went fucking crazy. Fucked a battle across the room, went mental the night before because it's like, 
I can't qualify because I need the guy who's number one who got the decision over me to beat to lose against the guy who I stopped from Puerto Rico. I was like, it's not going to happen. So they were boxing, boxing the exact same time as me. So I wouldn't know. So I said, I'm not qualified. I'm going pro. That's what happened. This was in May, sorry, April 2015. 19th of April 2015. And uh, the year before the Olympics. Because I still could have qualified after, but the route was much longer. Course, yeah. That sounds like a long route on its uh, own. It is. Uh, 14 weeks 14 non-stop. Weeks, but like, seven fights. You know, you know you're guaranteed at the end, whatever, whatever it is. Um... Whereas when you're going through a tournament, even though it's like a full tournament, you have about six or seven fights in their day after day, so it's actually harder. And do you get points I mean, then as well? Nah, when you're doing the tournaments in, in the league, the only thing you get points. Yeah, but would you but collect like, the points towards qualification? No, 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 it's not, it's not a point system, it's like where you get to, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so I went and said to my dad, and I said, listen, I'm going pro, so see this fight tomorrow. I'm just going to go in and I'm going to try and knock this guy out. I don't care. I'm not even going to try and box him. I'm just going to try and knock him out. He's like, don't be doing that. That's stupid. I mean, ah, fuck it. No, I mean, fuck it. No, he's boxing. Fuck him. And now after, no one I'm going to, I says, no one I'm going to do after. I'm just going to give the fingers. It doesn't go, fuck you. He's constantly going pro. So it was in my head. That, <laughs> that, that was the beginning of it. That was the beginning of it. Had the fight. Tried to just knock him out. Made it really hard for myself. Won every round. Sorry. Won four rounds and lost one. But... Hit me a shot in the feet, and I was like, "What the fuck happened there?" But uh, that's a horrible shot to get hit. Uh, right? Top of the head, I was like, "What?" My, my, I'm, 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 my leg kicked out like after her. So, so like, um, was, it was that hard and stuff after, and the crowd was just going Venus with the West. I was like, "I was unbelievable. Loved that heavy." So I just like clapped the crowd. I was too fucked to give the fingers. Then Paddy ran around and went. He lost. You've won. You've qualified. You qualified. You qualified. I was like, what the fuck? Thank fuck, I didn't do that. Didn't matter because they done it anyway. Yeah, still fuck me over. Anyway, but yeah. then when when Rio happened, I wasn't even thinking about it because I I knew I was going to win gold. Well, in my head, I had no doubt. I actually said so before the draw was made. Me and our defender Steam Donnelly from Balamina, we were walking around the village with wet and stuff, waiting on the draw. And uh, Donnelly goes, "Me, who would you want?" I says, "No, oh, I don't love. Love to fight the Armenian first and then fight the Russian for a medal because he actually beat me and only moved up the weight but it was really close and I'll destroy him now I was, I was so actually uh, before before this I ended up going and doing the normal route to qualify anyway, even though I qualified I'd done it anyway because I, there Billy Walsh who was the head coach there says we're going to send Kurt Walker who's actually a friend of mine now we're going to send him to the qualifiers if he qualifies you may have the box up and we go oh, fuck that I'll just go myself so I went anyway to stay active ended up going to win the world championships won the European championships and won the world championships and became the first Irish ball qualified twice for Olympics basically Rapid. so and anyway, I was like, you two tickets. I have two tickets. I said, I was two chances. For the two, two chances. <laughs> no, no, man. But, uh, so, I said, away. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, anyway, I says, all right, that's it. You know what? That's, that's what I want. Draw comes back. You're fighting the Armenia first. And if you win, you're fighting either the, I think it was the Thailand fighter or, or the Russian. I was like, Donnelly, what's going on yeah, here? Yeah. I just fucking told you what I wanted. I got no. it. Bang, went in, destroyed the Armenian. Russian robbed right after the Russian was in the ring after me he robbed the Thailand fighter probably probably as, as bad as what he robbed me and the Russian coach said the Zor I didn't know any of this till after Zor's the, the head coach of yeah, the yeah, RC the Georgian yeah, he's a great he idea. says to him um, you need to go get help and he's friends with Zor and he says what do you mean he says oh my boy destroy your boy it's okay don't worry he says no you need to go get help so apparently I, all behind the scenes my dad all the coaches were trying to contact Pat Hickey who was uh, just about to get locked up probably still in his bathrobe for all the ticket touting and robbing the money um, he didn't answer his phone they, apparently they got through to someone and says listen 
it was too late. Can't happen. So I didn't. I wasn't told anything. But, but I remember the night before the fight, my dad was like, "How are you feeling?" I said, "Feels great. I can't wait. It's what I wanted. It's who I wanted to fight. I can't wait. I, I, I'll destroy him." I was like, "You know, you can knock him out. You know." And I said, "I don't know whether I said, like, if you get the opportunity, take him out." And I was like, "Oh, brilliant. Sound. You can me. You can me the thing. I'll go for it. You sound." So I knew in the ring. I I went in unknown, not knowing anything. Now after I know that like my family and all were going to the going to the arena and all because obviously my dad told my brother and stuff and my man and dad Shauna and the missus and Jamie and all were there and said the Emmons and they says like they were going to a funeral. It's like they were like it can't be true but they can knew it was true. Went in there anyway first round boxed the ears of them. Come back to the corner and Zor my dad brilliant round brilliant round. Paddy Barnes shooting he's up behind the TV she's shooting down the scores they're fucking dead because he obviously knew as well. Um, He's down, he's lost the round, lost the round. They were like, my dad just leaned and went, they're going to fucking rob you, going to knock him out. So I just went for it, went in the ne- next round, almost stopped him. The referee, the referee was involved 100%. She's one of the ones that gets second stuff. Kier Sakub or something, her name is, I like to mention her name. Um, Absolutely, yeah. So. You're <laughs> <laughs> on the unreal list, yeah? You so, and on the you can go fuck yourselves. So, went when in, when in anyway, um, she said to me just before the boot, actually, says, like, walked over to the corner, and, like, usually when they check your hair, go and check your groin, go and gum shield. She says, keep your head up. And I was like, I said, I was like, I haven't even boxed what the fuck she's talking about keep her head off yeah, I haven't even done that this is boxing mate right. so <laughs> not darts second, second round beat, beat, the, beat the life out of him and she kept stopping it and wiping his blood off my head and off his face because I cut him to shreds but like he was battered and bruised but she kept stopping it like even when it didn't need stopped when I actually thought I could have got him you out could have finished him there yeah. and third round again when in, and I actually until ever till before the fight out before boxing where I watched it with Steve Bunch in, in my apartment did a thing for ESPN and uh, I always thought that our room was probably the most close room but it was my best round I actually watched the back and went wow destroyed him again so you just called it I had to have my hand up I had a feeling so it was like I had my hand up I, was pulling hand up. I tried to pull my hand up like out there with the ref and you can see her pulling my hand back down the other hand but I still had this hand up and they called out and I went fuck and it's, uh, it just came out of me I didn't I wasn't even thinking about giving fingers and it just happened because it was already in my subconscious yeah. done walking out of the ring I, I wish I had I pulled my vest off to say like fuck I'm with your boxing standing in the ring I wish I had to stay in the ring and sit down I wish I had copied Alexi Vasting who's actually passed away once in 2012 died in a helicopter crash in France unfortunately so rest in peace to him but I want. I wish I had a copy of him and just sat on the ring sat in the ring in the middle of the ring and not moved because that would have been more of a statement as a protest. But anyway, walked to the ring. I remember walking past the judges and I, I was like, spitting for me is the, one of the most disgusting things yeah. to do. I love to spit, but on the ground, not on people. Not if you're spitting people, I think it's one of the most disgusting things to do. And I wanted to spit on them so bad, but I knew the cameras were on me so then, but I was calling them all the cunts and bastards today. Go fuck yourselves, fuck your mothers, everything I got there, walking around. BBC guy seen me coming and just went, no. No, <laughs> RT. God bless them. They just went. Come on, <laughs> they, they were waiting. Bang, straight away, live streamed all around the world. Just spoke the truth. Called them. Called. It. I didn't know the corrupt. I just I knew the, from all over the years the, the corruption. Of course. So I called it out. Says they're cheating bastards. Always be cheaters. All this year and it's fucking history. What's happened? But you know, I was when I for the first half an hour after before I clicked on the phone or anything, I was like. Fucked up early. Like, I shouldn't have done that because it was like people are not going to be want to be associated with someone who does that. 
clicked on my phone. Twitter followers went from like 20,000 to like 95,000. I was like, oh, well, maybe it's a good thing. Banged out the Putin tweet. Yeah. Fucking goes viral. Saying how much did you pay them, bro? Tagging Putin. When I've done that, I actually kind of shit myself. But someone's going to have a wee umbrella and I'll be dead. Oh, be careful there, yeah. You will fall down uh, some stairs. Uh, you know what I mean? And you know what? All the boys in, uh, in order to be like, I wasn't well, what are you going to do about it? You know what I mean? Take him. Take him. Uh, come in here and take you out. And you'd be like, we're not doing nothing. But that was, was, it, was, it was fucking mental. I think I remember. Uh, that, and then the that, Russian that, boys are all at the being like, uh, they're banned from all sports now, isn't drugs, it? Apparently the, so they're banned. Uh, the Russian team are banned from the Olympic Games. Um, but they'll still have the opportunity to compete under the Olympic flag, not the Russian flag. It's kind of thing. But the Russian boxers is if we are not competing under our flag, we are not competing. Should the bleeding Dagestanis go and bleed and compete under the Russians with yeah. whatever flags, whatever, mm. whoever's having it sometimes, yeah. isn't it? So they're, they're saying they're not going to go, but I have a feeling they'll still go. Um, the dope win in, in, in Russia is different level. Like, do you watch the Icarus documentary? Well, I was seeing Rocky back in the day, though, know, or even Drago, and he was on the juice back in the day. I took the, I he, took called, the, he ran everybody out at the start, and we all knew. Oh, I haven't seen this documentary. What's it called? Um, uh, Icarus. It's, a, it's about the guy say, He's cycling And he starts to kind of Dope to see if he can Because he sees all cyclists Doping and all But then he unveils A big Russian doping scandal It's unbelievable Like how they do it I don't know how to do it It's some mad KBG freaky shit But They're the best In the world At doing <laughs> oh, it anyway yeah, yeah And uh, I have to say Look on uh, Like as an Irish uh, As an Irish fighter like, I'm proud to say that Doping was yeah. never something that was kind of even like around no. the conversation or even considered. It was no. always like that's dirty, it's yeah. cheating, and don't do it. And I've I've said it many times. People who dope and uh, take performance enhancing drugs in a combat sport yeah. should be banned for life. 100%. And I think I, I commit, I've said it many times. Night, I think the top end of boxing are all fucking doping, and it's sickening. Be honest, I think, I think most of the top guys in boxing are doping. Why is the top guys not like I've I'm. Consistently calling it, I'm an advocate for calling it out. I'm calling it out all the time, but like, why is these top guys not calling out? Why are these top? Why? Why isn't there two, like three, six, five testing, random testing all the time for maybe just say, or obviously it costs a lot of money, but the government bodies there's four government bodies: WBA, WBC, I, I, IBF, and WBO. Why doesn't it have the top twenty in every division on three six five random tests? Why? I know when I was in the UFC, they can knock on your door at any time, and it is it's you sad. It's every single See, day, that's, that's and the money is not even nearly the same. And you're living on a radar, yep. here, you know, and you you piss every single time yep. they come. And that was me, and I was I was as a, as an amateur. That was me. Yeah, I was tested four times in one week as an amateur. That's mad, no? I mean, and that was that. That was like I was. I've been tested. I don't know much things about this, and, and I'm a clean athlete, so I have no problem. You can test me in the morning. I'll be clean. You test me right now. I'll be clean. There's not a thing in my body. If I and the thing is that it doesn't. When I think about it, people say like, "But sure, like other people are doing it. Would you not do it as well? Because it puts you in a fair playing field." No, because I know I'm good enough to beat those guys. You're not. I believe. I believe that Russian I thought last time was doping. Um, did I still take the fight? Yes. Did I get tested for it? No. I tested after, but not not before. Not when their cycle is 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 ongoing. Yeah. But like, do, does it bother me if I if, if like I don't achieve what I want to achieve because I lost to someone who was doping at the time? 
No, because then I'm an honest man and I know I've done it honestly and, and I can live with myself forever for it. No, yeah, I, I'm not the guy who cheated. I'm not a cheater. I'm, I'm someone who calls out bullshit. I'm someone who calls yeah. out and any type of fucking corruption. I like to call that shit out because it's not part of me. And you know what the thing is about what you're saying there is that your ki- they don't understand that your kids have to carry this. Like we, mm-hmm. we had TJ Dillshaw in, uh, in MMA, yeah. which was like... How many fights has he won where he didn't get caught using EPO, right? And now the idea is he's nearly off a band now. He'll be back soon and he'll fight again. And the, the thing is, all the people that that fell off the ladder, so you know how fighting works, the dog-eat-dog world, were coming up and you're like eliminating people. And they just fall and you never see them again. And it's a sad kind yeah. of world that you live 100%. in. He knocked people off that ladder on EPO in a fight. He will fight again yeah. and he will make more money. He will still earn. That other person's probably. What did he get a four year bond? Two, 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 two and a half years or something like that. Uh, I'm not like too sure what it is, but like. Boxing. boxing. He, but he's, he's automatically. So he's off getting loads of surgeries now. And what he'll do is he'll, he'll, he'll have that. Uh, all of oh. that in his body. Uh, yeah. like All the stem cells, all that stuff where he's going through all of this. And he'll come back as a brand new man. Now, the thing is, you know how it comes to like that mental part of it. I would hate to be standing in a dressing room without it in my body if I'd been using it my whole career and then all of a sudden I'm like right it's gone bang it's oh. there isn't yeah, it yeah. you can't fix the that the doubt will creep the doubt will creep into you right. um, the false park yeah what was that like unbelievable that's like that's something I'll be honest I couldn't imagine I didn't imagine it just happened so an outdoor event oh. about I don't know, 100 metres where you grew uh-huh. up. <laughs> yeah. you grew it's, up. Actually, it's actually like five minute walk from my man's house. So when the concerts are on in the fila, in the park, they don't even go around to sit in the garden because they're just getting it all for free. Um, even, though <laughs> a, a, even though it's a free festival for the people, yeah, they're still yeah. not having to move from their house. Um, Best season in the house. Unbelievable. Um, literally a, a stone throw away from my man's house at the minute. A wee bit more from, from where I grew up. Um, it was a, it'd be about five minute drive from where I grew up. But somewhere I've, I've kind of a beat from school. Um, <laughs> that means going on the hop. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll translate that for <laughs> On the beak, uh, <laughs> beak down here means cocaine. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, no, sorry, oh. not down here. In Liverpool. Uh, in Liverpool, well, in, in, in England, anyway, beak is cocaine. So, so, so that means on the hop from school, so meet you now. <laughs> so so that, that's, where, that's where all I happened. I have had many fights in the park. The first one's fought and got paid for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm actually eight uh-huh. in this park already. Did you know that? <laughs> nah, I got a kick in it. Before. I did, yes. Bad, group, bad group of fellas. So, oh, um, I've obviously done things I shouldn't be doing in the park. So, um, great park for it. Yeah, it's 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 massive and it's, uh, park no, it's, it's mental. So, attached to the graveyard as well. Yeah. Um, so, it's a, it's a mental place. And for me, the boxer in, in a I purposely built the arena which you know I hadn't been done before the way it was done the magnitude it was done was just like something that I, I couldn't imagine and then the most surreal thing I'll be honest of the whole thing was when I was driving through the park in a van like from just a wee two minute drive from where where, where the wee dressing room was where my dressing room was because it was indoor there was a wee, wee uh, bowling, bowls bit in the park um, it was in there Driving around the park in a in a in a van to get to the walkout stage, I'm like, "Fucking driving through the false park in the car. What the fuck's going on here? Like it was a bit mad. Like going down a wee pathway where we used to try and knock conkers down to the tree and everything. That was that was surreal. Is it no matter what stands out in them uh, little moments, isn't it? The music. You no, know, when you hear the music at all, like everybody going like, I was driving around and obviously you know, 
all these commercial songs like like Sweet Caroline and all like yeah. attached to the drinking kind of yeah yeah but look at the mad atmosphere it's like uh, mate you could stick that on the funeral home and it's still gonna jump so that was yeah. that, that was going on when I was driving around the park I was like this is fucking crazy like. but then we stood out on the stage and Grace played Heavy, heavy. I can imagine why everyone. Everybody that was just going, going, singing it. I used it every every time I boxed, um, and the way it just gets balanced is just special. Oh, it's heavy, it's heavy. Oh. That's like a, a sweet kind of line, but it's like a, 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 oh. it's the the top shelf. Yeah, that's the Middleton rear of it. <laughs> oh, it, is 100%, it is. See with the ring when they doing that. Did he cover it with a glass thing or what's what's it like yeah. being outside for him? So they have the canopy. No going up the big canopy like it's like an outdoor thing and if it's rain which it was at times during during the fight there's big the lights the TV lights of the ring keep it keep it dry so it's warm it's like an old is it's it warm, it's warm, actually nice warm. outside of it it's lovely oh, it was yeah. there. I, I didn't know what way it was going to be did I wear anything oh, I did, no I didn't I wear anything on my feet or nothing like walking to the ring yeah we'd be into that fresh oh, you know like out, especially out in the open fresh air so and the walk like I started to walk fast coming out and then I went like when I got the like, little bit where it's just long and had to walk the ring I made sure because I said before too much of these fights happen and happen and happen and happen and you never really live in the moment as a fighter you don't live in the moment really you you, you get the fight done and then you're on the next thing yes I said to myself I'm going to fucking enjoy this I'm going to I'm going to take in every single bit of this and I did I walked out stood in the stage let Grace play then let the people sing come on and then, like, I had to make my walk down off the stage, which no one even told me I had to do because I didn't. I thought they thought it was going to go the other way, but I knew I had to go back this way. So I banged down the stage, and then fucking red hot chili peppers can't stop. And I just went, "Whoa, yeah, three chills!" I'll be bleeding like a rock in there. Fucking six minutes. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> six minute walk. It's not yeah. me. That's it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's who I've got the inspiration from. Absolutely, you learned the right And all of him, my opponent standing in the ring, having to listen to it, even though I think his dad put uh, earbuds in, so he got not hear anything. Did but but uh, he still heard that like you couldn't not hear. If, it. if if someone starts taking earbuds in my head, I'd be like, get away from me because uh-huh. that's gonna make him think that it's gonna affect uh-huh. me, and it's not. Yep. It's not. We used to bop off to me part of me pounders chills. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good chill. It's good. It's a shoe chill. It's a nice one. Happy chill. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And uh, so Paddy's day. Yep. You're boxing yeah. the nut off on somebody on Paddy's day. Yeah. I would be fucking watching that. <laughs> yeah. Tell us the info. St. Paddy's Day, MSG, um, for the fucking seventh or eighth time now. So Daily. fourth time is our fourth time main event in there. Um, special, special place. Um, treated like a king by all the, the MSG family. Um, really, really good place. Nice one. Uh, and Paddy's Day having a knock in MSG. Uh, Paddy, number Paddy's Day number four. Paddy's, Paddy's Day, Day number, number four. Connor walked out yeah, the first one. I remember, I remember, I remember watching it, yeah. That he was a chaos. I said uh, that was a bad situation, wasn't it? Well, it was mental because so much was going on so much madness was going on and and like I, I, I'm honest I'll be straight straight honest see the day of a fight I'm shit myself 100% before a fight I shit myself but I went in the ring it's gone everything goes yeah. but like That's normal. It's, it's it's like a 12 o'clock in the day I'm like want to wake up tomorrow when it's all over oh, no. and then I was like it's my debut right? I have all this big amateur party so much respect me I'm headlining in Madison Square Garden in a six round event a six round fight main event what the fuck is going on plus I have the biggest star in sports not just MMA in sports <laughs> walking me to the ring 
a lot of expectations here. <laughs> so I just went, I'm not lying. When I watch it back, it's like, fuck me. Someone just gave me speed and I just had to try and like fucking start, get it over and done with as quick as possible. Didn't box anywhere near my ability. Just tried to fucking rush it and <laughs> get it done. Wanted to finish. Get over, get over, get over. Get on the rope, swept. Fuck mad. But fuck me, that was, that was, that was special. So I uh, listen, for fucking boxing, I missed you no matter what. There's always going to be special, but to do it on your debut as a main event with Connor in the ring and stuff, and I'm walking me to the ring in the change room. I mean, because it's the theater of, of MSG, the change rooms are fucking small. <laughs> and I was like, you have someone who probably filled the change room just with his 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 presence, his presence yeah. in there with your coach, uh, wrapping your hands, your cup man, your brother, your dad. And the room is packed, and and everybody else is there, and like video cameras, Dora's there, and they're like, "What the fuck is going on?" I'm sitting there. I, I didn't even warm up. I done like a few bit of top and pat. I didn't do any loosening round. I sat in the shade room, got my hands wrapped, went out, didn't have done top in the pads, and had to walk to the ring. I was like, "Fuck me, what the fuck?" Well, Grayson all played that time too. Yeah. Fuck me, that was special. It's a heavy situation, uh, isn't it? For mental, mental, you know what I mean. Mental. And the thing is, it's um. They don't get a lot of, and as much as the respect as I think they should get, you know what I mean, fighters, because uh, it's a special thing that fighters do, and uh, there's special lessons learned there to be able yeah. to pass on to other people. 100%. And, and I know what, I'm very fortunate that, you know, obviously, a lot of fighters, most most pros who turn pro, come in and they're on the undercard of someone, they're probably on, maybe on, even after the main event. And and it's it's not it's not nice, but it's just the way the game is. Whether it's MMA or boxing, if you're if you're making your debut, if you're hang, you're not really going to be up there that quick. Well, nowadays with social media, you know, people yeah, are. Yeah. But you know how it was. You no, know, you're always kind of low in the card. I was coming in with the spotlight on me from day one, and it has been for the whole time. So I'm fortunate that way, but I'm also cursed that way. Is that I'm always going to be criticised much more than anybody else because I'm listen. Pro boxing and amateur boxing are completely different. No matter how much face I've had, they're completely different sports. And for me, I'm I'm still learning my trade. Well, not now. I feel like I'm I'm almost there. I'm almost getting to the peak. But I had to learn the kind of pro trade under the spotlights. Whereas you know I could be fighting on a six round fight later on after the main event. No one's watching. Go in, do the job, make a few mistakes, but go back and fix them. There's no problem. Nobody's going to talk. Whereas on social media, with social media, and I'm I'm at fault at this. I I I let these people. Basically, come into my living room and say you're fucking shit, because that's what you do with social Basically, media when you when you feed into the negative win, energy. Even if you win, they will yes. say this as well. So no matter what, I was I, I'm winning, I'm getting the negative negative criticism, and I'm sitting there. I, I don't I don't even look at look at any criticism or anything no more because I don't give it attention because it, what it is what how I explain it is if you listen and take offense to what someone says who who goes on the computer and just writes Joe blogs writes. You are shit. How are you even getting these things? Why are you boxing? You are crap. It's basically me going, okay, Joe, come on in the living room. What is it? Oh, thank you, mate. Cheers. I'll take that. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. That's what social media is. You're letting people in your living room to give you advice which you wouldn't take from fucking your worst enemy. So next, leave at this at the last day, but what's next? What um, way can we see it in five years? Five years. I know you're probably going to be on the end of the. What's going to happen five in five years? years? Five years. I'll be. I'll be with my family somewhere very nice away from the sport. Listen, I don't want to be. I'm not one of these guys who's going to say want to be in the sport forever. I know what boxing can do to people if they stay too long. You know, 
you love boxing boxing doesn't love you it's, it's a simple it thing you know it what is, I mean? um, and I'm very abusive relationship isn't it? <laughs> and, I'm, I, and I'm very clued in that I'm not I'm not dumb I'm not I know when when the I, I know I won't be in the sport in five years I will I don't want to be in the sport in five years if I'm going to be honest I, I want to be out of it before I'm 33 um which is five years from now but before that I want to be out so 32 is, is kind of the age I have made which you know I hope is the age that you know I will be I will be gone and I hope I've earned enough and I know I will so I know I'll be I know I'll be world champion it's it's, it's a it's, it's going to happen it's not it's just a formality you know what I mean it's going to happen it's, it's, it's what I'm on this earth to do is go and do that be that but then after, who knows what I'm going to be doing? Who knows what sport I'll be in? Who knows what career I'll choose? I, I, I'll be honest, I don't know yet. I know what, um, uh, as like, 33 is still a young, young age, yeah. you know what I mean? And the the country is probably in one of the the most flourishing states that it could be, I think, in a way that we're at a moment where it's either going to go really, really bad or it's going to go really, really well. And yeah. that's just being out straight, you know? Yeah. That's what I think, especially with the South. Um, could you ever see yourself throwing your hand in? Possibly, aye. Possibly, it'd be, something, be, good, it'd be right? something that would uh, I'd be interested to, in because no, I'm a very family oriented, community oriented person. Um, I don't like the state of my community, which it's in now, and and, and the mental health state of things in, in my own community. It's it's very very sad. Actually, it got me real upset. Um, very recently, I went back and spoke to Missus. I need to do something about this because, and I broke. I, I'm gonna be. I'm, I'm. I'll be straight up. I broke down. And I was like, it's not even like it's people who are, are, are like close to me, but it's just seeing what's happening to, to my people. Um, I need to do something about it. So, it's definitely something that I could find myself, you know, falling into. Um, it'd be something that I'd be interested in. Something that would, something I would need to really think about because I don't have a background in, in like politics or anything. But it would be something I would I would be interested in getting into, um, so definitely it'd be something could be could be could be that avenue could be something else could be sailing off into the sunset in Bermuda or something like that I don't know you know I could I could have earned that much money made that big big paycheck, which you know it's the little one percent but you know if if you believe it you can achieve it absolutely listen I'm telling you and and what you're talking about there the same idea that's the reason why. Yeah. I, I am in the situation I'm in because mm. my, my own community is the same way and it's mm. across Europe it's all the way to America it's it's yeah. the world at this moment um, it's, it's, no, for me in Belfast there's a suicide epidemic 100% like there's people left friends like uh, there's, so do you know this is, this is that's going to probably blow you away do you know there's been more people since the Good Friday Agreement have died from suicide than actually died as direct result of the troubles and why don't we hear uh, the government on the north and the south talking about this why isn't this the thing that they point out when they're trying to blacken the other parties that are actually trying to fix the communities I, I don't understand it I don't understand it it's like more people are starting to give it awareness now but like the, one of the the thing that stood out for me uh, and kind of just I've seen it so many I have friends throughout the years who've, who have passed away through suicide and the thing that stood out for me was 11 year old kid boxer Wee boxer, I mean, that wasn't like a like really in. The, I don't know if he was. I don't know actually if he was really in the boxing or not. But he 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 went to the club and he had a few fights. Um, he he, he that was my life and uh, and for me having two kids, now growing up in the city which I love, and seeing the status in, so many like West Belfast. I think West Belfast has to say right in Europe. Oh, and the Why? thing is, and it could be it could listen it could be. 
post-traumatic stress Absolutely. from the troubles? This is exactly what it is because as you said, right at the start of this, there's a deep pain in Belfast yep. and it runs deep, right? And it goes into the youth and you can see in a lot more people's mm-hmm. eyes in there. And you even, can see even if these kids don't even know what the troubles are, haven't experienced them, this kind of stuff is still in their DNA and maybe comes down through their parents unknowingly, mm-hmm. subconsciously. Um, but like when you get kids at 11 doing this, like, they just don't understand what they've just done. Like they, they are peace process kids in a way. It. And the idea is that, but the only way you can think we can ever fix it, and I tried to do it, was like, I talked, like you, you said, you mentioned, um, it registered in my head, you said, I'm walking down the street with a guy from Balamina, and I know for a fact that that would never, ever happen. Hmm. Like, would it be rare for him to walk down the Falls Road with you at well, times? He's, he's, he's a Catholic, so it would be all right, actually. Bu- and he lives in Balamina. Uh, so, um, but listen, nah, it's, it's, it's all right. Like, he, like Carl Frampton can walk free my area. It's Brilliant. no problem. This is what we want, you know yeah, what I mean? Now, there are. is still them last, as I said, people it'll that... Take, it'll take a while. They will, yeah, oh, they will. But the, the burden on your community, the worst thing you can ever do as a burden on your community is to pass on your hate. And hate that doesn't really exist. I agree. It doesn't exist. But you get these some people that yeah. are staunch and they pass the hate in their communities. Yeah. And they don't understand that it literally is going to just bring us into this cycle of, of mental health and, and suicide. And the time is now. Mm. Um, I, I, I mentioned this a few weeks ago that 700 years Iceland uh, got freedom, total freedom, mm. right? Ireland is 100 years behind that because we were taken by pirates. But we're at a situation now where it's took us 100 years to all realise that we're actually all sound. Mm. We all got on together and it's a much better island when we nah, all definitely. unite together. Another thing, I think on the mental health side of things um, is social media. Oh, massive, massive. People, people, see, like, people see all these photos like, see like, people like families and all looking really happy. You don't know if two minutes before, which maybe is the fact, two <laughs> minutes before this fellow's going this way, if you're a fucking cunt, you know what I mean? it's probably, probably what's happening. Yeah. I mean, they're probably arguing and then they go, cheese, wanker. Cheese. Oh, uh, <laughs> so this is the thing. Pe- yeah. People put up, everybody's going to put up the perfect image of themselves. So what I like to say to young kids is do not believe a fucking thing on social media, whether it's true or not, don't fucking believe it. You don't need you don't need to feed in. That's not your reality. Your reality is different. You create your own reality. You don't watch other people's right other people's lives. And because like, I see, I, I see myself doing at times going, Mrs. Here, not that there. He's just got a fucking this here and that there. And like, why, why am I why doing that? Why are we saying that? Yeah, I don't care. Like, absolutely, it's like we're being programmed, isn't it? It's the, these things. That, like, I don't let my kids on the phones or them. I mean, and and like, I read a, a thing the other day about like kids being overstimulated and ideas. Like back in the day. The kids can't be bored now. Mm, like Boredom when you were you. when you were bored, you start imagining things and being being people yes. in this. Now it is kids can't be bored. It's like if you're bored, fuck, get them the iPad or something like that. There, it's like it, it, no, you're right. it's scary. It's like every, every too much kids are overstimulated with all this here. They're never alone. Social media, the bullying and stuff, everything that goes on. Like in school, if you were if, just say if you had a problem in school, you were bullied in school. You're bullied in school, but you go home and that's it over. You go back in school, you're bullied. But now, if you're bullied in school, you go home. You're bullied on your phone. You're sitting there. You're in your room by yourself going, they're calling me fat. They're his. Fucking speak. Talk to people. Get off your phones. Get off social media. Live as a kid. I don't... Growing up playing fucking two-man hunt or fucking tag and all that <laughs> Do that as a kid. Messing about. Yeah. Fucking breaking windows and everything. You know what I mean? You're doing things without social media. Now everything is... 
Like if you look at Selfie, a concert, you know what I mean? uh, if you look at a concert from a stage, it's just uh, first time I went out there, I, I done a talk and when I walked out, first thing that got me was like it was there was lights and it's kind of like oh shit, everyone had their phones, mm. all phones, and I was like that was a little bit like put the fucking phones down in yeah. the way. They say that the devil can appear when people mix the truth with lies. And that's what social media 100%. is. When you mix the truth with lies, you can't tell the difference between either. And that's the idea where the biggest fights break out. Yeah. Yeah. You're a legend, mate. Thought Absolutely. Good man. Uh, Thank big you. Big hands, no? Bigger hands, no? We have baby hands. We have massive hands. For the we're both the same way. I have baby hands. Oh, really? How, how I, have many? I have I broke them? No. Yeah. No. no. I broke my thumb before. Touch wood or something. Oh, really? Uh, that's how fucking was it? Uh, that was just there. It was... It was before I actually started WSB so I went into the like, competition with a broken thumb I had the, I had the box but it was like every punch land. Was your like, hands looking good position like for the box uh -huh. as well